This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. This episode of 20th Century Boy is brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash radio Mike. Give as little as a dollar a month to support the show and get the weekly bonus podcast. Good morning and welcome to today's podcast. Please stand for the arrival of the official party. Welcome to 20th Century Boy Season 4. My name is Raspberry Milkshake. And this is the inside of my mind. Year four, baby. Guys, uh, some very, very, it's very cool to be back for the fourth year of the podcast. Season four, episode one, right here, right now, right here. We are doing it. Of course, my name is not Raspberry Milkshake, but that is the first RM themed name of the year. My name is, of course, Radio Mike, a young writer and producer and something from Melbourne, Australia. That's an ongoing part of this podcast, me trying to work out who I am. And you guys get to help me by listening, I guess. I mean, we all get to kind of figure it out together. First things first for season four, I do want to know. I know there are super fans of this podcast, so can someone please, if you are a super fan, I'm going to ask you to do this. Um, can someone go back to all the episodes and make a list of all the names that I've used at the top of episodes? Rombo McSugarner. Raspberry Milkshake, Really Mad, like whatever RM, every name I've used at the top of the show, if there is a super fan that wants to do that, please do that now. I started the podcast with, um, (laughs) good morning and welcome to today's podcast. Please stand for the arrival of the official party. I don't know why I did that, but at my school, which was a a barbaric same-sex Catholic private school, that's how they would start the school assemblies because apparently they thought that assemblies were like this big serious thing, which I guess they are in a school, but they would be like, good morning and welcome to today's assembly. Please stand for the arrival of the official party. The official party is the principal and vice principal of the school. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't realize we were in the military. Jesus Christ, that was so crazy. What a crazy life I had before I became an adult. Just so many psychotic things that happened at my at my school and like, I don't know. It's funny. I I always find it funny. I I wasn't planning to talk about this, but here we are. Season four, episode one. People take things so seriously in life. Anytime I meet someone who's just taking everything way too seriously, I automatically think they're an idiot. I'm like, mate, we're literally these like, we're, we're literally, no one knows what the fuck is going on. We're all on this planet hurtling through space and at some point all of this just started billions of years ago none of us know why stop pretending that you're really serious we know you're not just stop have a laugh for once in your life and that's how I'm starting season four of the podcast okay if you're too serious just stop have a good time for once in your life you're making me sick all these serious people with their traditions and Weird, serious stuff. Just taking a sip of water, guys. 
It's just super crazy. I know you agree with me because I assume if you listen to this podcast, you agree with everything I say. I don't know. Um, I've got the run sheet on my phone for video viewers. I'm not just like texting someone while I'm doing this podcast, by the way. I'm, I'm just looking at the rundown and what I wanted to talk about. There is a lot to talk about. Um, season four. Awesome. Cannot believe it. And this podcast has changed a lot um, since season one. Season two was different. Season three was different. Season four will be different. I've realized that the podcast just changes based on where I'm at in my life because that's what 20th Century Boy is. It's me and you hanging out for about an hour a week, just chilling, talking about stuff. 20th Century Boy is the conversations you wish you were having. It's the conversations you want to be having with your friends, but you're too busy. That's what 20th Century Boy is. I started that little tag last year. And I think four years into the podcast, we finally figured out, well, I finally figured out, that's what the podcast is. Conversation between you and me. And it's the conversations you wish that you were having. And how, like, how could you not with someone so charismatic like me talking about stuff like, you know, the beginning of time and people taking things so seriously. Season four will, will probably be different, at least for now. Um, first of all, I'll say thank you to everyone who has stayed on the Patreon. Um, I realize I'm back a little bit later than I said. I definitely needed a break and I'm, I feel really refreshed and I've been so busy as well, which I'll get into. Um, newest Patreon, Radio Joel. Thank you so much for jumping on on the $4.50 tier. Um, for as little as a dollar a month, you can support this show on Patreon. I want to do a big push for the Patreon this year. That is the main way this podcast brings in um, revenue to pay Pat, who does all our amazing work. And you also get a bonus podcast. We're going to try very hard to make it weekly. Bonus podcast with me and Pat. They're always really funny. The feedback's great. Last year, at the end of the year, we did a completely improvised Simpsons episode, which was hilarious. Um, a bunch of characters not from The Simpsons ended up popping in because we realized our Simpsons impressions were a little bit limited. And we also did a... Um, uh, just an honest chat about being more self-compassionate in 2022. Um, so those are up there. Sign up. There's a lot more you can get. Um, so please, if you like this show, the Patreon is the best way to support it. A dollar a month is is all you really need to do. That's $12 a year, three coffees with Mikey Mike a year. If you consider this podcast worth three coffees a year, please jump on the Patreon or one-off donations, paypal.me slash itsradiomike. That's the best way to uh, to donate to the show as a one-off. Um, also subscribe on the YouTube and everything like that. So that's where I wanted to start. Now, uh, I'm going to talk mainly about how content is going to run in 2022 or for the foreseeable future. Um, so first of all, I wanted to announce officially that uh, I have been working since uh, late November, early December on a TV show. It's my second endeavor into television, but I'm in a, a much more like kind of not senior position, but I guess important position. My first TV role was in 2019 when this podcast started, um, which was working on Hamish and Andy's Perfect Holiday, which was a three-part special um, with Hamish and Andy going over to the USA. And I was just a researcher on that. I was coming up with stories and things that the boys could do and pitching them, but I was a junior researcher um, and that was fun. And then so I ta I alluded to this in see, at the end of season three, but essentially um, towards the end of the year, December, January, and February for me, well, December and January, really, they're always very quiet months podcast and radio wise, um, historically, because 
everything takes, everything goes off. Summer holidays, everyone's away, radio stops, podcasts stop, everyone takes holidays, makes sense. So I used to kind of have no work in those months and I'd, I'd be fine with it. But then when the Hamish and Andy podcast wrapped last year, Andy actually came up to me and Andy has this fantastic show that started on Channel 9 um, last year called The 100. Really great show. I won't talk too much about it at the moment, but he basically said, hey, we're going into season two of The 100 and uh, I really want you to be like a writer researcher on it. And yeah, me being the young go-getter I am, I was like, great, I want to try it. And I've been having such a blast working on this show. I will say right here, right now, like Andy is just one of the smartest minds and best people to work with collaboratively. Um, so I've been working on his show um, for the past few months. Day one back was j- January 4th and uh, I got a promotion. So I'm actually now the script associate producer for this 100 season two, um, which means that I am essentially writing the scripts, i.e. like I'm crafting every segment crafting the segments, crafting the questions, because it's a it's a game show, crafting the questions, writing them, and then writing a script um, for that show, uh, which is amazing. Andy is such a legend to work with. He's so collaborative. He's always just so open to working with younger people and open to working with... Well, just, like, just... He's just so good at hearing other people's ideas and being like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it. So I'm literally in a room with Andy and Hado, the EP, and just pitching ideas, writing scripts. And it's it's the most responsibility I've ever had in a job, I feel. Like I feel, I'm feeling a lot of pressure. I've been working lots of really long days, but I've been absolutely loving it. And I feel like this was kind of a step in my professional career that I really wanted to take. Just getting to finally put all this creativity to work and build a show and we start shooting. Well, this podcast, uh, I will say is coming out on Tuesday, the 25th of Jan, but the podcast will still be out on Wednesdays. It's just that Wednesday, the 26th is Australia day, also known as invasion day. Um, so I don't want to put it out on a public holiday. So this one will go out on the Tuesday. The rest will go out on Wednesday. So by the time this is out, we will have shot the first episode on my script. And to me, this is phenomenal. Um, because when I was in year 10 at at the same high school I was talking about before, we had careers counselling meetings and I distinctly remember going into this career counsellor and she was like, what, what do you think you might want to do? Um, and I was like, look, I think, and I, at the time, this is what I thought. I was like, I think I want to like write TV. I want to write a TV show. And, and then I said, but I don't know how to do that. And she's like, yeah, I mean, it's a very small industry in Australia. Like someone's doing it, but it's going to be very hard. Why don't you do a Bachelor of Arts instead? And from there, I ended up just doing a Bachelor of Arts because the career counsellor told me, you guys know the rest if you're long-term listeners. I dropped out pretty quickly and ended up doing a media degree, got into radio. Now, 10 years since I finished high school, I graduated from high school in 2012. So 10 years on, I'm literally writing for TV and I will have a script writing credit on a Australian television show that will air on a major Australian network in primetime television hours. And I, round of applause for me. Thanks guys. I hope you're kicking goals too, but I, I genuinely feel really proud and I'm just beyond grateful. You know, let's start season four by saying I'm so grateful. And to be honest, maybe if the, that, 
careers counselor didn't tell me to do a bachelor. Like, I feel like I needed to do that Bachelor of Arts for a year and fail at it. I needed to hate that to realise what I did want. And looking back, like, you can connect the dots backwards, you can't connect them forwards. But looking back, everything just kind of is what what it should have been. Like, I don't know. I wasn't ready for this then, obviously. Like, I don't think I could have done that, gone straight into what I'm doing now. I needed all this time to figure stuff out. And sometimes I feel like I'm behind because of that. Cause a lot of my friends just started when they were at school, they started doing comedy stuff, but yeah, like I needed all this time and that's just what life is. It's just doing stuff as it comes to you. You're on your own schedule. You don't need to adhere to anyone else's schedule or what you think you should have done. This is just where I'm at now and I'm really happy. So that's been happening. And that's why I'm saying the podcast is different. At the moment, I'm working five days a week, eight or nine da- hour days. I know that's pretty normal for, for most people. Don't worry. But, um, you know, really busy writing and shooting a TV show, script turnarounds, heaps of draft revisions, you know, going back and forth with Andy, putting, trying to come up with the best jokes, just taking a sip of water, guys. So at the moment, like it's Saturday today, I'm taking the Saturday to do the first step of the podcast and I'll probably be doing the podcast on weekends. So like, and that's why I say the podcast is just changes based on where I am in my life. The show ends at the end of Feb. Um, and yeah, th- this is what it is. Like I'm just, the podcast might just be more kind of me just chatting a bit, not as much production maybe. And I hope that's okay. Um, the podcast just is what it is at the time of my life. At the end of February, uh, I'm flying up to Sydney. Uh, the day after we wrap on the 100, actually, I fly up to Sydney to record season three of Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project. Again, amazing. So stoked. W- what a life. How, how did I get here? I have no idea. Always grateful, always learning. Amazing. Can't wait to do that. We're actually recording two seasons in 2022. So we record season three and then season four later in the year. So two recording sessions this year, which is going to be cool. Get to go up to Sydney. Um, If anyone is in Sydney, uh, feel free to give me tips on what I should do. Because last time I was there, if you remember that episode of the podcast, I talked about how it was just horrible because I had no idea what to do or where to go and it was way too hot. But yeah, looking forward to getting up to Sydney again. Um, Might stay over the weekend because I'm there for a Friday, um, a Thursday, Friday. So might stay till the Sunday um, if anyone wanted to hang out. Um, Also, uh, I will now be doing, at the end of last year, I talked about how I was doing a a fill-in segment on 3AW, an AM radio station here, a talkback station here in Melbourne, um, the the highest rating uh, station radio station of all in Melbourne, actually. I was doing a uh, fill-in segment called Showdown with Dee Dee Dunleavy, who is the person who did get me my break in commercial radio six years ago after I finished uni. Again, just how things kind of click together. I don't know. It's weird. Um, Dee Dee has asked me to do a weekly segment for all of 2022. I'm doing a segment called What's Trending. And basically I'm going to be talking about stuff that's trending online, like viral videos, interesting trends. For example, this week, one of them, one of the things I talked about was, uh, actually, I, I well, I won't even, just, I, I, I might start a channel in the Discord. Get in the Discord if you're not in already. Amazing uh, place, community of over 200 listeners of this show, um, just chatting about different stuff like music, movies, books, um, TV shows, uh, technology, 
everything like that. Um, so get in. I might start a channel in the Discord that's just ideas for this, if you guys can help me out, just to help me find content, anything that's trending that you think I could talk about. And like I did with the showdown episodes, I put them in compilations at the end of every month or so. I'm going to continue doing that for the trending segment. So I hope you'll listen. I got a lot of positive feedback on that last year as well. So really cool. It's 2.30 PM on a Thursday on 3AW693. You can probably stream it online from anywhere on the world. I use a website that's just called Radio Garden and you can stream any radio station in the world for free. So I highly encourage you to do that. Uh, But yeah. And finally, so two more things. Um, The Harry Potter and the Boys podcast season two, the second book uh, returns. Uh, We're going into the second book. I think I might just reveal the title of that book here. Uh, The title of season two of Harry Potter and the Boys is the book is called Harry Potter and the Team Wizard Tournament. That is season two. It starts uh, on Thursday, the 27th of January. It will be out on Thursdays this year. And I'm so excited. I flicked through a bit of it. Um, If you're a fan of Harry Potter and the Boys, you're going to love it. It's the exact same tone and style. It definitely kind of is going in its own direction. Like, I think it's obvious from the title, the Team Wizard Tournament, it's drawing a lot from the Tri-Wizard Tournament in Goblet of Fire. So it's not... It's not going necessarily to Chamber of Secrets, but it is going um, in its own direction as well. I'm really excited for you to hear it. Please check it out. And as well as that one new endeavor, sorry guys, just going to have a sip of water, as I said before. Um, As well as that, we have um, a new thing that I'm doing. In 2020, during lockdown, I did a podcast called Popped with my friend Alex and... uh, We stopped doing that, but I was still paying for the feed to exist. So what I've done is I've repurposed that feed popped and I've decided to call it the lovable nerd feed. I'm going to have a link in the description to this podcast. And if you want, basically what's going to go in the lovable nerd feed often is just rips of my YouTube videos of like analysis of movies and TV shows and other pop culture. So Basically, I'll, I'll lay it out. This week, I'm going to be talking about... I'm going to put a few up. So it's a new podcast feed. Just to make use of that feed, I'd love for you to check it out, subscribe it, subscribe to it. Um, but they'll also be up on YouTube. What it's going to be is, for example, I did one at the end of last year, which was talking about the new Netflix movie, Don't Look Up, with Leo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence and why I think it's the perfect satire. And then I also, um, this week, I'm going to try and do one on Encanto, the new Disney movie um, on Disney+. And as well as that, I'm going to try and do one on How I Met Your Father, the new spin-off of How I Met Your Mother with Hilary Duff. And I'm also, there's one more that I wanted to do as well. Um, but yeah, there's going to be stuff like that, pop culture reviews and, and things like that. So I will plug them each week and I'd love for you to check them out if you're into more like philosophical analysis of pop culture and etc. That would be really cool. All right. That's everything with hap- that's happened to me. DM me anytime, radio.mike on Insta, radiomikepod at gmail.com. I also am back on Twitter. It's Radio Mike is my Twitter. My Twitter account got deleted uh, last year or the year before, so I do need more followers. So please, it's Radio Mike on Twitter. Tweet your thoughts about the show. Would love that. And as well as that, you can call the show's hotline anytime, one 800 Radio Alex Guy 
and Radio Scooter, uh, who write the jingle, wrote the original jingle for one 800 Alex Guy has made a new mix of it, which is going to be the new mix for 2022. Here it is. If you've got a contribution to the podcast, there's only one number you see. Go one He says that it's a better mix. Call the show anytime, and you can always call the show for our next segment, which is called Trivia Question of the Week. And Alex Sky and Radio Scooter have also made a new jingle for this. Uh, they've put it together. Alex sent it to me last year. This is the first use of the new opener for Trivia Question of the Week. Here it is. Uh, 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 uh. What was he saying at the end there? <laughs> okay, first of all, I love it, Alex Guy and Scooter, but I think it's too long. Can we just speed it up? Can you? Can someone just speed it up 50%? Because we can't listen. That was like, te- I don't know, maybe I'm just over- overdoing it. Anyway, I've been really getting into Harry Potter over the holidays. Um, more on that on my Harry Potter podcast. But the trivia question of the week this week is a Harry Potter-based question. So any Potter heads... Uh, ring up and answer. This is a tough one, actually. I'd be curious to see if anyone gets it. Here's the question. In the Harry Potter books and the movies, but in the Harry Potter books, Voldemort, don't say his name, Voldemort. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. I was going, I, I went on a, I, I was, I was seeing, Um, I didn't go on a date. I was hanging out with a girl and she said to me, like, I love how just unashamedly nerdy you are. Like you're just so nerdy and you're not ashamed. I'm like, fuck, fuck being ashamed. I'm, I also, I also had a girl tell me that I give off hot smart boy vibes. So I'm like a hot nerd. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know why I said that guys. Anyway, in the Harry Potter books, Voldemort makes seven Horcruxes. What are they? I'll give you a hint. One of them is a char- is another character in the book. Well, t- actually, two of them are other characters in the book when you really think about it. Anyway, call up what are, what are Voldemort's seven Horcruxes. If you can name all seven, 1-800-438-353, call today. Guys, so excited about season four. So excited about 2022 in a way. A lot did happen over the summer that I think we should talk about. My summer was fine. Again, I think the last podcast came out on the 28th and I was back at work on the 4th. So I didn't have like an enormous great holiday. Um, My New Year's was pretty average. Like it was fun, but no one really felt like doing much this year. So I just um, hung out with my housemates and some of my cousins sat on the roof of our house and watched the fireworks from the Docklands, um, which was fun. But yeah, New Year's generally was just nothing super exciting. And I think uh, summer generally, you know, it's just been hot. I've been trying to get out more, ride my bike a bit more, um, go for some more runs and stuff and get back into fitness. So hopefully that's something I can keep you updated on. Um, And we alluded to that on the Patreon bonus episode about being more self-compassionate. But yeah, my summer was fine. The main thing that happened over summer, like, and I'll, and I'm, I'm really eating my words here because at the in last week's one of the last episodes of the podcast, I talked about how I'm not worried at all about Omicron. We're all vaccinated. No one should be worried about it, and it's going to be fine. Next minute, 
everyone's got COVID. And I really did believe we were leaving COVID behind in 2022. Really did think that. Um, Clearly, we're not. COVID is here to stay. It's going to continue to affect our lives. I have my booster shot booked in for a couple weeks from now, um, which should be good. But as I said, I I spoke too soon on on not being worried about Omicron. The thing that annoyed me the most about it is how much we fucked up here in Australia, the testing stuff. The testing lines to get a test for COVID, like a PCR test, you were waiting for like eight hours if you wanted to get a test. And then we ran out of rapid tests. You couldn't get one anywhere. So the government was saying you need to get tested, but it took a whole day of your life to get tested and to get a rat's test was pretty much impossible. People were bumping, were price gouging the rat tests. Scott Morrison wouldn't subsidize the rat tests. Our prime minister, he said, we can't make everything free. So you had to pay. So rat tests became an open market. Places like Harvey Norman were selling them for like, 45 to $60 each to make a profit on an essential medical item that everyone was being urged to get by the government. Our prime minister wouldn't make them free because he's an arsehole, in my opinion. I thought that was absolutely ridiculous and insane. Um, and it just started frustrating me. I think where the, where the pen, where it's at, where COVID's at is it's, it's, I think it just, to me, it has to just I don't know. I'm not an expert, so I could be sounding really stupid, but I think it just needs to be endemic now. And if you've got it, you just isolate for a week on your own accord. Test, like, I don't think we can keep doing testing when everyone's got COVID. And then one of my friends showed me that she went to get a PCR test and she didn't get a result for a week. And then after a week, she got a test saying your your sample is no longer able to be processed because it's been too long. So it was all for nothing. She didn't even get a result because the sample like wasn't wasn't uh, applicable anymore to be processed. So I thought all that was ridiculous. Novak Djokovic, of course, was the talk of the town. Novak's Djokovic. Um, he did some pretty shitty stuff generally. He basically got into the country. I mean, it was all it was all a bungle. He got into the country unvaxxed. He then got stopped by border control or whatever and uh, had some legal dispute with the country for letting him come in, even though he wasn't allowed to stay. Ended up getting deported. Um, I think it came out that he knowingly was seeing lots of people when he had, he was positive. The... I think he's Serbian. The Servi- Serbian prime minister has told, uh, has said that Australia like assassinated his character and, um, you know, was abusing him or, or something like that. It's all been insane. And I can't believe what happened and how personally, I think our current government is terrible in every sense, but this isn't a political podcast, guys. We just talk about fun stuff on this podcast. Um, oh, and also our Prime Minister said that we should be giving children their forklift licences because staff shortages are so intense at the moment that we need people driving forklifts. It's incredible. But places everywhere are closing. It's it's amazing. It's amazing that three years since COVID started, we're still living in this. But, you know, and, and what I was thinking recently is like, you know how when you do year 10 history at school and you're learning about the Black Plague or something like that. And you kind of just think, oh, well, you know, the Black Plague happened in the 1750. I'm just, I don't know when it happened. I'm just making that up. Oh, the Black Plague killed like 80% of Earth's population. But but I, my mind always goes, oh, but that, you know, 
that was in 1750. Like those people were idiots. Does who cares? It doesn't matter. But then you actually think like, well, they were all people just like us living their lives. They didn't want to die from a pandemic and they didn't want to have their lives like changed forever because of a pandemic. Um, and you just think, oh, why do I just dismiss those people as like not counting when they were living people? And yeah, like in 500 years or a thousand years, people are going to be like, oh yeah, COVID-19 killed all these people. And people will be like, oh, who cares? Whereas to us, we're just like, we're living it. It's our whole lives at the moment. Um, and it looks like, you know, the fallout of COVID is going to last for the rest of our lives. People have lost so much. Some people have gained so much. Life has changed so much for so many people because of that. We're just, COVID is the defining thing of our generation and always will be. And I'm just interested to see how it plays out moving forward. Of course, we have to talk about something that has gone viral over the last few weeks. And that is the internet sensation. That is the word game, Wordle. Has anyone played Wordle? Do you like Wordle? We have to talk about Wordle and I will explain why. If you haven't played Wordle, it's a browser-based word game. Um, It's a word puzzle game. Basically, there's a five-letter word. You have to guess the word in six tries. Every letter that you guess in a word lights up a certain color. If it's gray, it means that letter is not in the word. If it's yellow, it means that letter is in the word, but not in the right space. And if it's green, it means that letter's in the word and you've got it in the exact right spot. With the information you gather, you have to try and figure out the word. It's very addictive. It's very fun. And the way you might've seen it going viral is that people share it on Twitter in little um, emoji colored squares, colored tiles, green, gray, and yellow and shows uh, how quickly they got it, basically. Wordle is very fun. People who have played Wordle will know that you can only, there's only one puzzle a day. Once you solve it, you have to wait till the next day. Because of this, you know, because it's so addictive, after you finish a Wordle, you're kind of like, I have to do more, but you can't, you have to wait. So, of course someone has basically taken the Wordle concept and made Wordle Unlimited, where you can just do it an infinite amount of times that just always refreshes. Interestingly, I found that it's not as fun when you can just do it as many times as you want. It actually is more fun when you only have one because you take it more seriously and care more about it. And I think that is like just showing how our brains respond to things. Like if you can just get something again and again, as much as you want, Wordle's a great example. If you can just get Wordle whenever you want unlimited, it stops being fun. But if you can only do one a day and you know, you have to wait till the next day, it becomes a special thing. It's like a, it's like a, a, it's something that your brain anticipates and you get that dopamine surge. But if you're constantly getting the dopamine surge, it just runs out. It's not as fun anymore. Perfect kind of analogy to some any kind of addiction, right? The thing I think is funny about Wordle, and it's like this, it's this word game, right? I think, and please don't think I'm innocent of this, like I've done this too. I think Wordle actually shows how self-important our generation thinks we are how vain we are and how important we genuinely think we are. Because the fact that the Wordle tiles go viral every day on Twitter, people post up how they went in the daily Wordle. 
right? They go, here's what how I went in the Wordle. And you just see the tiles in the colours changing each time. If you know Wordle, you know. I think that is the epitome of vanity. We think... I've done this and I questioned why I did it. I, now I'm, I'll, nev- I'll never share a Wordle as long as I live again. I'll never share it. I'll still play it. I'm never going to share it to Twitter. Why? Because why do we think that someone on the internet cares enough about us that they're going to look at our tweet about Wordle and follow along with the squares and see how quickly we got and be like, wow, this guy's great at Wordle. Literally, who cares? I have not seen anyone tweet about Wordle and actually looked at their thing and been like, wow, that person's really clever how they did that. No, I don't care how you went in Wordle. Play the game, play it with your friends, enjoy it. You don't have to share it on Twitter. If you share your Wordle on Twitter, you are the epitome of vanity. You literally think that everybody in the world that follows you on Twitter wants to see your Wordle score. Everybody is going to stop on their Twitter feed, which is full of dopamine bursts. There's dopamine here, dopamine here. Bam, bam, bam. Look at all this news. Look at all this stuff making me angry. Look at all this stuff that's controversial. And then bam, Damo from Wollongong has posted his Wordle result. Oh, I'm going to stop scrolling and look at this. This is interesting. No, don't post your Wordle result. Love Wordle, hate sharing. That's where I'll leave it for Wordle today. If you disagree, let me know. One thing that has really caught my attention this week that none of you would have known about, this is a very Mike specific thing, but I think you all deserve to know this. Um, because it's really shocked and upset me and it's really going to change the future of the podcast. So guys, please, if, if you're not sitting down, you're going to want to sit down right now. I promise you what I'm about to say is going to really upset you. And I'm really sorry that I have to be the bearer of this bad news. Now, of course, and some people will say that this is a good thing for the show, but I, 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 I disagree with that. If you're a long-term listener of the show... Welcome back. If you're new, welcome. Catch up. Season three. I think season three was the strongest season of the show. Go listen to season three as a whole. I can't remember much about season two, to be honest. Season one, people say is their favorite, um, but I cringe about it. Anyway, that's not important. Listen to season three to catch up. Season four, though, you'll know that season three featured a very long saga involving the healthy burger chain grilled, which all started when the wonderful honorary radio family member, Brooke, welcome to the radio family. Uh, she began, she is the social media manager for grilled. She began interacting with things I was doing on TikTok around grilled saying that I hate grilled. And, uh, that quickly ended up being a long-term gag on the show ended with me getting sponsored by grilled and having Grilled also sponsor my 27th birthday. Really fun stuff. But it has come to my attention yesterday, and this is sad, because I don't know what this means for the future of the Grilled Radio Mike partnership. Yesterday I learned on Instagram that social media manager Brooke had her last day at Grilled on Friday the 21st of January 2022. 
I had no idea this was happening. But Brooke, the social media manager from Grilled, who has been, I would say, our only uh, contact at Grilled. She's the only person from Grilled. I don't know if anyone from the wider Grilled team uh, knows about this show. I think it might only be Brooke. Um, And Brooke has now officially left Grilled. Brooke is no longer working at Grilled, which means that as Brooke exit, exits Grilled, we may also be saying goodbye to our partnership with Grilled. I would like everybody who cares about this podcast in a couple weeks' time, and I will remind you, send a DM to the Grilled Instagram. Just say, G'day, Grilled. We understand that Brooke has left, um, and we hope whoever, you know... We'd like to introduce ourselves. I'd like to introduce myself to the new pers- to whoever the new person is. We'd love to see a continued partnership with Radio Mike in 2022 because there was some great, there was some chemistry happening there that we'd hate. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll remind you in a few weeks because I think they're going to need to hire someone else. I don't think they already have someone. Um, I don't know how grilled works, to be honest. But yeah, it is disappointing, but... I'd also like some of you, and you can start this today when, you listen, when you're hearing this, right? Reach out to a few of the other burger chains. And I'm not talking about the big ones. Not Macca's, not KFC, not Hungry Jack's, um, not Subway. Like, I, don't th- I think all of those are too big and international to work with someone like me. I'm talking, like, for, for Melbourne people, I'm talking, you know, your grills, your schnitzers, a porto. Um, and maybe even your local burger chain. You know, if you've got a local you like, just inquire about sponsorship opportunities. I'm always willing to help the little guy. So unfortunately, 2022 may be a year without Grilled, but I would like to encourage you to help me continue a relationship with Grilled this year. I briefly mentioned this as well, but I, and I will do more of this over on the Lovable Nerd feed. This is not, this is just more to launch Pat into another discussion I wanted to have. Um, I did watch the the first episode of the How I Met Your Mother spinoff, How I Met Your Father, um, starring Hilary Duff. Full discussion of the content and what I think of the show over on Lovable Nerd. Go and get that. Um, and of YouTube, on YouTube, of course. Uh a lot of people, because I posted about it on my Instagram story. Whenever I post an Instagram story, I always get a few responses from people. Uh, and a lot of people said to me, how are you watching it in Australia? Um, and I found this interesting because what I realise is it's not actually out anywhere in Australia. Um, but there was an interesting discussion on the Discord with a few listeners that I wanted to talk about because... Uh, uh, basically, Radio Whitey put a lot of my thoughts. Radio Whitey, welcome to the Radio Family. Put a lot of my thoughts into into words because, basically, in answer to the question, "How did I watch How I Met Your Father in Australia?" Um, the answer is I Jack Sparrowed it. Now, if you don't know what Jack Sparrowing is, then maybe this conversation isn't for you. I Jack Sparrowed it. Now, you know, I would never, I just want to start this by saying I have never done anything illegal in my life. Um, and, uh, you know, Jack Sparrowing is something that occasionally I'll do if I can't watch something that I want to watch. But 
I uh, I saw this interesting discussion in the Discord, as I said, talking about Jack Sparrowing. And Radio Whitey says that he's recently moved back to exclusively Jack Sparrowing content because the fragmentation of streaming is fucked. Um, and it's more... And here's what I... I completely agree with that. Now in Australia, it used to be just Netflix. We just got Netflix and everyone was on Netflix. Now, like off the top of my head... There's Netflix, Disney Plus, Stan, Paramount Plus, Foxtel Binge, KO for sports, Hiu for reality TV, I think, um, Foxtel Go, Amazon Prime, Paramount Plus, Apple TV Plus. There's so many streaming services and they each charge you like $10 a month. So if there's 10, that's $100 a month. So over $1,000 a year. And... I completely agree with this because the problem is Netflix was great when it, when it started in Australia. Now it's pretty trash. There's a lot of original content that's really rubbish. For every 20 Netflix originals, I reckon one is great. So it's Netflix is a lot of quantity over quality, I think. My problem is it's so fragmented. I never know where to get anything. And then the main problem is you've got like 10 different apps they all have a completely different UI and interface and way of navigating them. You never know what's on what. They all have different accounts, usernames, passwords you have to keep track of, logging in on different devices. You've also got all the free-to-air one, ones here in Australia, Channel 9, Channel 7, ABC, SBS, if you want to watch 10 Play, whatever you want. You know, it just becomes impossible to do. Uh, I you know, through a little bit of Jack Sparrowing, I've got a way of basically bringing all my content into one platform um, where I can search everything, um, find everything in one platform. That takes, you know, a little bit of computer know-how, but basically I'm really interested because I worry that because of the streaming service fragmentation here in Australia, people are just going to go back to Jack Sparrowing. And... I know that this is a controversial topic, but I think there needs to be yeah, a much better way of unifying the streaming experience. Because I guess the idea from this, the streaming companies, Netflix, Amazon, whatever, they just want you to have theirs. They don't care that you've got others. They just want you on theirs. So they're not going to try and make it easier for you to find other content. I know Google with their Chromecast TV is trying to do that. Apple has their Apple TV app that tries to get everything in one, but they're all pretty shit. They're all very bloated. I don't like the interface of any of them. Um, If there was a way for me to watch How I Met Your Father on a streaming service in Australia the day it came out, I would absolutely do that, but there isn't. And I really want to watch it because the original show is so important to me, right? Here's another thing. I also think some of the streaming services in Australia just don't need to exist. And I apologize in advance for the companies for this, but like, for example, one that definitely deserves to exist, a streaming service that definitely deserves to exist, Disney plus you hear Disney, you instantly think of so many classics, Disney plus what's on Disney. No one's saying, Oh, what can you get on Disney plus? You know what you can get on Disney plus. Ah, the lion King classic, classic Disney movie. Toy Story, classic Disney Pixar movie, Marvel, Star Wars, The Jungle Book, um, Robin Hood, the Disney Robin Hood, 
you know, you, basically what I'm trying to say is, you know what's on Disney Plus. You know what you're paying for. You know what you're getting. Now, take that and then try to apply it to Paramount Plus. I'm sorry, Paramount Plus. And I am open to a sponsorship if you want, but I'm sorry, Paramount Plus. What the hell are you? I'm sorry. What are you? What? I have never, I have never said to anyone in my entire life, oh, have you seen that new Paramount movie? I've never done that. I realize they have South Park and they've got those South Park exclusive specials, but I, I could not name to you right now one Paramount exclusive movie. I actually think branding it as Paramount Plus is stupid because no one, I, gar- I, I can guarantee you 99% of people do not know any Paramount movies off the top of their head. Disney, you know what's on Disney. You know what the Disney movies are. You know it. Paramount, I've ne- I have literally never said to anyone, oh, the new Paramount movie's so good. All the time I'm like, oh, I might watch that new Disney movie. You know, I like Disney movies. They make quality stuff. I might check it out. I've never said I'm going to check out, I can't wait for the new Paramount movie. What's Paramount doing? And I'm not discrediting movies made by Paramount, but your brand, I don't think is as strong as Disney for you to make a whole streaming service. You're better off just making any, like you could have made it any brand. Paramount Plus, like it just sounds like you're using Disney's idea and making a bad version of it. What is on, can anyone name one thing that's on Paramount Plus except South Park? I can't. So there's nothing about Paramount Plus that makes me go, I need to get on Paramount Plus. I've got to get on it. Whereas Disney, you know, parents with kids, you know you're getting quality. Marvel fans, all right, great, I'll get Disney Plus. Star Wars fans, everything's on there. I'll get Disney Plus. Paramount, oh, you can watch South Park. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I have no idea why Paramount Plus exists. I'm sorry. I don't know. Does anyone have, if you have Paramount Plus, please write to the show this week and just send a list of like five things you think I would want to watch on it. I'm sorry, Paramount Plus. You, you've, you pay people to do marketing. You pay people to do your branding. This is me, a consumer, giving you feedback. I have no idea what's on you. I'm sorry, Paramount Plus. And, I, and frankly, I don't care. You know why? Because you're the last one. All the other ones have been around for like two years at least. Disney, Stan's been around for at least five or six years. Netflix has been around for more. Paramount Plus, I've got, you, you came out last year. Why are you so late? We've all been at the party for nearly 10 years and you've just been like, hey guys, we're all, clo- we're all trying to go home from the party and you've just showed up and now we have to, that's what it feels like Paramount Plus. We all have to stay for another two hours because you've just got here late. Paramount, that's my current views on streaming and Jack Sparrow. That is my current views on it. Okay. couple more things before we go. And I know that grilled thing is still hurting guys. Um, very briefly. And obviously I'll talk about it more on Harry Potter and the boys, but I reread a couple of the Harry Potter books. Well, I actually reread, I, I listened to the audiobooks by Stephen Fry. I listened to Half-Blood Prince and Deathly Hallows, the last two, because I feel like they're the ones I've read the least just because they came out last. Far out. Those books, I, I've, I did a tweet 
I'm going to just read the tweet because I think the tweet like really summed up how I felt. Okay. So I did this tweet where I said, I'm rereading the Harry Potter books and I forgot how unbelievably detailed they are compared to the movies. I genuinely think these are some of the best stories ever told. Complex and interweaved narratives, flawed and multifaceted characters and amazing twists. All that stuff in the seventh book about Dumbledore, where you find out about Dumbledore's past and the kind of person and power hungry person he was in his youth and the recklessness he had in his youth. Amazing. All the stuff, like so much stuff in this, in those books. It's just all the stuff with Snape in the last two books and all just the books feel so lived in. You just get glimpses of all these characters. Like JK Rowling just knew everything that everyone in her world was doing at every time that they could just seamlessly slip in and out as, as they were needed. And it felt like they had lived their lives. It didn't feel like they were just coming in and coming out. Like all these characters were always a part of the world. You just notice these little things and how everything kind of just syncs up. Everything slots into its place. They're amazing. I also um, now I'm listening to, I've never done it before, but I'm trying the Lord of the Rings, the first Lord of the Rings book. I've never seen the movies. I've never read the book. So I'm listening to the audio books at the moment and enjoying it. I will give updates on those as I go. Finally, well, two more things, two more things. Last year, Radio Nacho Cheese, best friend of the show, he said he had a big finish for the show. It never came. Nacho, just checking in on you. Would love to hear from you again this year. He's the longtime best friend of the show for every season. He started in season one just calling the show every week, um, and he's been a part of the show ever since. So Nacho, would love to hear from you. Um, if you're still around, what was the big finish? Can we do it as a big start? I don't know. And of course, something we haven't touched on, I believe since season two is we are always looking for the official Damien of the show. If your name is Damien, we want an official Damien of the show. Um, I actually had a guy on Instagram DM me and he's, his name was Damien. And I asked him if he would want to be the official Damien of the show. Turns out he can't because his name is Damien, spelt D-A-M-I-A-N, but we need a Damien, D-A-M-I-E-N. So if you know a Damien, introduce him to the show. We're always looking for the official Damien of the show. Guys, let's the do plug. this. Plug-wise, what do we got? Okay, uh, Harry Potter and the Boys Season 2 starts Thursday the 27th. Cannot wait. Please check it out. If you haven't listened, binge the first season. It is really funny. Oh, one thing I need to say about it is Sammy Garlep, who has been a part of this show and he's been a, a guest a bunch of times on Harry Potter and uh, on the Boy and the Boys, he is going to be... Last year on Harry Potter and the Boys, it was a guest every week. Um... For at least the first five or six weeks, Sammy Gallup is going to be the mainstay guest. I hope you guys um, enjoy him. I think he's he's always one of the funniest on the show that I've had, and I love working with Sam. Um, so he's going to jump on for the first six weeks. The reason for that, again, is I'm so busy working full time that I actually don't I, I don't think I can manage the one week guest turnaround, just organizing it, facilitating it, getting them over, recording it and everything every week. It's too much for me to handle at the moment, which I hope you guys will understand. And I just love working with Sam. 
Um, so what we're actually going to do this season is we're going to record a month's worth of episodes because the episodes themselves don't necessarily need to be timely. Um, and then I'll have the owl posts in between to do your feedback. So tomorrow, when I, like the Sunday after I record this, today's Saturday when I'm recording, Sunday, Sammy's actually coming around to mine. We're going to bulk record uh, the first five or six episodes of Harry Potter and the Boys season two so they can come out weekly for you guys. And at the moment, that's the best way for me to do it. So I hope you guys are cool with that. It's still going to be awesome. It's still going to be funny. And uh, I'm really excited. Of course, Lovable Nerd, as I said, I'm going to try and do a video on why I think Encanto is a really bad Disney movie that I didn't like. And as well as that, a little bit more on what I thought of How I Met Your Father. And I'll try and do a couple more things as well. I oh, Also, Licorice Pizza, uh, the movie, uh, the new movie. I have a bunch of thoughts on that. that I'm going to talk about on Lovable Nerd and on YouTube as well. A few people ask me if I have a review. I will be talking about it over on those channels. So please subscribe to Lovable Nerd. I'd appreciate it. And of course, patreon.com slash radio mic, little as a dollar a month, three coffees a year for the conversations you wish you were having. Um, I would love to, we, we are on 45 patrons. We did lose a couple patrons over summer. That's a shame. Um, if you want to jump back on, please do. I know people have to come on and off and that's totally fine. But um, yeah, Ew. I want to get to 50. If we can get to 50 within two months, I'll do something really special. Please, uh, please do and give if you can. I'd really appreciate it. Guys, fuck. So good to be back. I love doing this. I miss doing this. Um, I was kind of worried about coming back because I didn't know if I had much to talk about but it, because I've been so busy, but I hope you enjoyed it. Um, so let's finish the year, the, the first episode, sorry. First episode of season four was a big success. My name's been Radio Mike. This has been the inside of my mind. Don't block the MDF. I'm a very kind young man and some of your older stuff can learn a lot from me. Uh, don't lie to me because I'll see you. I'll see you in the Dream Factory tonight. Oh my God, you got a second Yahtzee. I think that's all of them. Oh, and Will Kennedy, finish your farm project. See you later, guys. Can't wait to be back for another season. Thanks so much for being here. <clears throat>